This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. On the line now I have uh, David Bennett. Good morning, David. Morning, Brian. How are we going? I'm not doing too bad and uh, very foggy and misty when I got out of bed this morning, but uh, it's not too bad right now. And, uh, and yourself? Day out there by the looks. Yeah, so. it looks like it. So you've got a week in Parliament this week? Yeah, so uh, back into it this week. Uh, last week was all about COVID because of the lockdown in Auckland and yep. that sort of dominated everything. Uh, but I think we'll get back to some of the other issues this week and uh, uh, just uh, reflect on um, just to see how uh, the COVID response is going and, uh, and you know, what uh, the, that we've got no more community transmission hopefully this week. Yeah, this is a suggestion, I think it's in the paper and I heard it on the radio too, that uh, we may go, and Auckland may go down to level one this week anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, the real issue probably now is um, how you avoid putting your biggest city and your biggest part of your economy in lockdown every so often. Yep. Um, and if you see what's happening in Australia, um, uh, the Melbourne, they just announced on Monday that they're going to basically build a new facility that takes their travellers out of their central business district and things like that. Yep. Um, so they've been doing the hotel aspect as well. And, um, yeah, they want to manage their situation because they're having outbreaks here every so often as well. So yes. uh, yeah, in Northern Territory, they have a system where they've built a special purpose um, uh, buildings and yes. that that are out, out of the city so that it just gives that bit of insurance policy to, to the community and, um, you know, the, the, it's something that New Zealand really needs to look at and, and, first of all, the location where people land into the country and, secondly, where they house. Yeah, well, I think that that's a, a real thing. I mean, once they are out of that ha- hotel, the hotel has to be d- deep cleaned, I presume. Well, <coughs> they have, they'd have a cleaning regime like any yeah. hotel would at the moment. It's, it's okay. more... Um, isolating it away from your biggest population centres. So, sure. you know, if you did it in New Zealand, you'd probably actually have to look at the airport that you flew into. You know, you, you, yep. if you fly into Auckland and then truck the people to somewhere south of Auckland, yep. probably it's not going to work as well as if you actually flew them into a different airport and no. then had a, a purpose-built facility uh, nearby that. So um, there are options in New Zealand for that. Um, it may involves some infrastructure work around some airports as well. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's that one way of looking at it because, you know, effectively this is, um, this could potentially be longer than just a year. You know, everyone's banking on a year, the yep. vaccine, and then life's back to some kind of normality. Well, it may not work that way. It may, may well be that it could last for five or ten years. And, yeah, um, yeah. You know, people are sort of thinking on the basis of the 1918 scenario where it sort of just died out after a couple of years once you've got huge immunity. Mm. Um, but that was in a world where no one really travelled. Um, you had the, the most of the population that had it was actually in the Western world. Um, this is a, this is something that's around the whole world. It's completely different world dynamics, demographics, yeah. everything like that now. So. I'm not so sure it's going to just die out at the end of next year. Um, and, uh, you know, we may need long-term facilities like that. Yes. Um, not just for COVID, but if something else comes along. 
Well, we'll wait and see how that goes because it has affected the economy and, of course, uh, there's no tourists and uh, things like that. So uh, that that's a big one, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's always going to have that effect if you let it go in the major city, you know. Yeah. Um, if it's isolated to an area which um, has less economic impact, um, then, you know, you, you're able to get through as a country much better. So um, that's the question the Labor government has not been willing to look at that issue. Um, but I think, you know, COVID really shows that you need to have, especially in a, in a country like New Zealand, which has got very good borders because yep. we've got the the bottom of the world and we've got the sea around <laughs> us. Um, yeah. But, you know, this is an option we could take that, you know, countries like France and Germany and that just don't have it as an available option for them. No, it's really, really tough in uh, places like Europe and that sort of thing and uh, so on. And... Um, just to change the uh, topic, uh, now a new president in the United States of America, will we have a better relationship with America, with Biden? Oh, I doubt it. Um, <laughs> I can't see Biden being a friend of New Zealand. Um, he, America always takes the approach that um, it's America first, uh, the, and they've done that for 100 years, yeah. um, and they've got a big enough economy that they can do that. So um, I don't think... You know, we've we've never had a free trade agreement with America. I don't see it happening in the near future. Right. Um, Biden's certainly not going to propose that. Um, he'll be, um, uh, you know, more looking after American yep. uh, communities <laughs> and things like that. And, uh, you know, um, just can't see that the Democrats are they're not a free trade party anyway. So they're, they're dominated by the union movement. So right. the last thing they want is free trade. So, um I just can't see there be any gain from us. He'll say the right things and he'll, he'll pat us on the back and, <laughs> and say how lovely we are and all that. But and we are. When, <laughs> when, when it comes to the money, there's no chance he's going to give us anything. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's just how it'll be with him, I'd say. One of the big issues that came up and uh, caused a bit of controversy was the Air New Zealand doing engineering work for Saudi Arabia's airlines and things. Yeah. Uh, that was that a big one. And, uh, hey, how did that happen? Well, it seems like it was a, sort of a middle management decision. Um, you know, somebody obviously thought there was some money to be gained in it, and use of resources or whatever. And, sure. Um, you know, that sort of happened, and that's, that's where it is. I think we can get pretty tied up in all these things too, because yeah. you know everything in the world is interconnected these days. And uh, if you think you you know like you're, you're going to avoid all these things then um, you might be you know, dreaming of it, you know, even the Greedy Party members of Parliament that pride themselves on, you know, having such uh, a valued yep. system. Um, their, their superannuation funds go into um, some, you know, mm-hmm. military companies and, and when they find out about it, they cry poor and say, <laughs> oh, no, that should be happening. But the reality is if, if you want to have a diversified portfolio, well, then going to have to have something that's dealing with someone else, you know, whether it's a yeah, bank, whether yeah. it's a food company, whether it's a technology company. Um, you can't tell me that, you know, you know, every company in the world is able to, to isolate itself from certain um, certain other companies. And, and then where do you draw the line? Is it a Saudi military? Mm. Is it somewhere else? Or is it some, some other company? So, you know, I, I think you can get... Um, really out of control on those kind of things. And, right. and um, you know, it's, the reality is we live 
open. Um, there's open financing, there's open transactions, there's open technology. Um, if you think you're going to have an isolationist approach um, from some of those things, uh, if you, you, you're, you're probably dreaming as well. <laughs> so I uh, just don't think, um, I don't think it's as much to it as, as what they're saying. Now you're back to Parliament again this week? Yep. Yep. Any, anything major on the uh, agenda, do you think? Anything that needs to be looked Well, we're, we're waiting to see what the government's going to do. I think they've got a um, few bills in the, in the wind that they'll be wanting to get through. Uh, the last one that was probably uh, that controversial was around the bar receipts and local wards. Oh, yeah. Um, where they took away the democracy from the community to have a referendum. With. And um, so basically councils uh, can do what they like. And, and it's not like that councils campaign on it, you know, like you, you don't hear mayors campaigning on it in Hamilton, for example. Yep. Um, but then suddenly they get in the job and they propose it, and um, and the community had the ability to then stop it through, you know, a referendum. Yeah. Uh, well, they've no longer got that ability now. So, you know, it's um, it's a constitutional change which was done sort of very quickly and and without any consultation and. Um, you know, real consultation mm. and, uh, you know, just uh, it will disrupt us to democracy in New Zealand and, um, you know, so we just got to watch out and sort of put those yep. things through every so often and, um, you know, and then sort of cover it up with other issues. So that's, um, that's basically going to be the, the theme of the government for the year, I'd say. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.